Welcome today to Kingdom Concepts. It's a blessing to be with you today in our studio. Man, we're going to have a great, great time today. And you being here has made it that much more better That's for right. us. Amen. And if you haven't, grab your notebook, grab your Bible. Amen. You're going to want to take some notes today. A lot of good information has been happening. And I, I encourage you, if you haven't, Go back and watch some of the previous episodes because we've been talking about how to be blessed in yes. a world that's stressed. If you've been dealing with any kind of pressure, whether it's physical, financial, emotional, maybe uh, you've had stress trying to come on you or anxiety, man, we have given some solutions that's and right. some master keys to help you, amen, not to be under the circumstances, but always from above. That's right. And so we would also love for you to like and subscribe to our channel. So that way, every Monday when we release new episodes, you'll be one of the first ones to receive those, amen? And so having said that, Let's jump right That's into right. this today. That's right. Amen. I want to start off because, man, there's things that we want to accomplish, and we really want to take you somewhere by the end of this episode. So let's begin by going to Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. Matthew 6, 33, this is uh, Jesus just got done talking about all of the anxieties that people have, you know, what they're going to eat, what they're going to wear, where they're going to live. It's all important things. But he says, man, people get stressed out on these things, being so concerned about how their needs are going to be met. And he gives this solution right here. He says, you know, your heavenly father knows what you have need of. Mm -hmm. But look at verse 33. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness in all these things. All the things that you need in life, what you're going to wear, what you're going to eat, you know, all these things. He says they're just going to be added to you. What we've learned is that as we pursue God with all of our hearts, man, everything we need just seems to come to us. It's not us going after those things. It's those things coming after us as we seek him. And I think that a lot of times when it comes to you having absolute victory uh, over the battlefield of the mind, uh, when it comes to you having victory over fear and, uh, and pressure, stress, it has everything to do with location, where you are positioning yourself and who you're positioning yourself with will either help you or it will hurt you. Because if you hang out with people that are always negative and they're always overwhelmed, you know, it's like they got hurt and they bleed forever. You know what I'm saying? People that just never get over things. You're going to find yourself being the same way. I, I think it was Confucius that said, <laughs> if you walk with a person that limps, they're going to teach you how to limp. You know, but when you spend your time with the Lord and with people that are pursuing the Lord, just like you, you're going to find that life gets stronger and the things that you face get easier. The challenges become so much less when you see the magnitude of how amazing God is in your life and with your life and for your life. Yes. Who you're around too, it, I think it has a lot of determination on how you how your outcome is going to be. There's times when you are walking with somebody that's being very negative or very, you know, full of doubt, unbelief, just totally negative, and it can stunt or stop that uh, growth that God wants you to have. It could it could make you stumble. It could make you, you know, just derail the plan of God in your life. Mm -hmm. You know, 
then if you're with somebody that's rooting you on, that's that's right there telling you, you can do this, yes. you know, it's going to be okay. We've got this. Let's go to the Word. Let's pray. Man, it, it uplifts you. It it takes you to a different level. You know that not only is God for you, but you got a friend that's for you, you know, <laughs> and you're, you're doing this together. And we have to make sure that we're surrounding ourselves with people of a like-minded faith. We have to make sure that we're surrounding ourselves with people that are going to help us get to where God wants us to be. Mm-hmm. And we also have to make sure, and I feel like a lot of times that that when we when we're preaching and we're mm. teaching and we're saying, you know, don't be around negative people, don't be around people that are gonna, you know, uh, basically let the world come into your head. You know, we're saying all those things, but do we say, make sure you're not being that oh, person? Come on. Make sure you're not being that negative person. Mm-hmm. Make sure you're not being that person that's oh woe is me. Make sure you're not being that person. That is constantly needing to be reminded of his word Mm -hmm. because it's a sad thing when you're a Christian and you are not being Christ-like in every area. It's a sad thing when we can't go to the word to, to uplift us and to make us stronger and people around us are trying to help us mm. do that. And we ourselves are not doing it for ourselves, you know. Oh, yeah. I, I have a lot of good friends. I have friends that, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, no. I have a lot of good friends. And I have a lot of people that I know. But I like to be around people that are going to grow me, help me grow, that are going to uplift me, that are going to, you know, just help me to be a better person in Christ. And then when the things of the world come, it's it's not as big as the world makes it seem, you know, because mm-hmm. I have people with me. No, absolutely, you know, and, and, and it's so vital. You know, I, I've, I've made it a point to where, you know, uh, as ministers, we're called to reach out towards everyone. But, you know, we're not talking about reaching towards people. We're talking about fellowship. Mm-hmm. We're talking about relationships, you know. And one of the things that I learned a long time ago is that I don't want to have relationship. I'm talking about where I know my life's going to be altered. I don't want to have relationship, you know, like that with people whose life I don't want. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I want to be around people to where, man, I just, uh, I love what I see in their life. Not as a jealousy, but man, as a that's available. Yes, yes. Amen. They're giving you a vision of what a good marriage can look like, what a sound mind can look like, you know, what being strong in your faith looks like. And, and those are the kind of people you want to be around, and especially when it comes to who you follow. You know, uh, Tommy Barnett said this years ago, he said, if you want big fleas, you have to hang out with big dogs. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if you want to have big faith, you need to hang out with people that have yes. big faith, that preach yes. big faith. You know, and a lot of it has to do with location, where you choose to position yourself. And in in Jesus, again, Matthew 6, he said, you know what? Seek first the kingdom of God right. and his righteousness, which means the covenant. Amen. And everything that you have need of in this life is going to be added to you. Right. And I've learned that one of the biggest things that causes people to fail in the day that we're living in, especially, you know, this is the difference between if you're going to be blessed or if you're going to be stressed. It's found over in, in James uh, chapter one. And I know, it, you know, this is something that a lot of people know. It says right here, you know, uh, in verse six, but let him ask in faith, nothing wavering for he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea driven with the wind and tossed for let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. 
a double-minded man is unstable in all, all his, his ways. ways. Notice we just read a scripture where the Bible says you seek God first and all things will come to you. But it says a person that's double-minded is not going to receive anything mm. from wow. God. And it's not that God's mad at them, but it's just that faith is what causes you to receive and anything other than faith, man, if it's not a faith, the Bible says it's sin mm -hmm. and it will hurt you. And so it's important for us, again, to watch where we are positioning our minds. And I thank God for his word because his word gives us a lot of instruction on where our minds need to be. We need to be seeking God first. Mm -hmm. But then like what we were reading earlier before we started, uh, Colossians chapter 3, if, if you don't mind taking us there. Three. This right here is such a powerful, I mean, uh, chapter 1, verse 9 through 13 this is such a powerful portion of scripture because it tells you where your mind needs to be, where your head needs to be, where your heart needs to be. Why don't you uh, go ahead and read Amplified that? Amplified or King James. Again. You know what? Go ahead and read down the King James. For this cause we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to desire that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding, that ye might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and mm. increasing in the knowledge of God, uh, is strengthened with all might according to his glorious power unto all his all patience and long suffering with joyfulness, giving thanks unto the Father, which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light, who hath delivered us, delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. I mean, look at this. Right here it says that, you know what? That, you know, when the, from the day we heard, faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. He says, man, when we heard the things that were going on, we began to pray. And he talks about how, you know, that desire to be filled with the knowledge of God's will. Because when you're doing things God's way, that's the perfect way. The Bible says there's a way that seems right to a man, but it leads to destruction, you know. Jesus is the way, he's the truth, he's the life. And when you desire that right way, like he said, you know what? You're, you're called to walk worthy of the Lord. It's like once you know what the word says, you need to walk according to that word. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes it's not the world that's troubling us, it's how we choose to live. Sometimes it's not the devil that's attacking people. Sometimes people just make bad choices, bad decisions. And he says right here that if we do our best to walk worthy of the Lord, he says, then, man, we can be fruitful in every good work and continue to increase in the knowledge of God. He says, and it causes you, he said, to be strengthened with might, patience. You have long suffering. You have joy, joy in the journey, giving thanks, verse 12, unto the Father, which hath, which means past tense. He's already done this. The Father, which has made us meet, that means to be able to be partakers of the inheritance in uh, the saints in light. And it says that he's delivered us from the power of darkness. He's delivered us from the stress, the pressure, you know, the anxiety, the fear. He's done all these things to position us so that we can be successful. We may be in the world, but we're not of the world. He says, I've delivered you from darkness and I've placed you within the kingdom. And that right there is where we need to make sure that we understand that we are now in the kingdom. So the place where you and I sit in our spirit is in heavenly places. Amen. And it's Amen. so important that we understand that. Amen. Amen. You know, I like where it says, uh, 
um, in verse uh, 13, it, he says, Who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son? He's saying, you know what, uh, to me what this means is that there, there might be darkness, there might be woes, there might be all of these things all the way around us, but he's delivered us from that. That's right. He's, he's taking us out of that. Hallelujah. And, and he not only <laughs> says he's delivered us, but he's translated us. When you're translated, it means you're, you're one place and you've been put in another place. He's saying, He's saying, I'm taking you out of this dark world and put you into my kingdom, my way of doing things. And, and if we stay there, mm -hmm. I feel like if we, just, if we just get that in our head to just stay there, to stay in God's way of doing things and understand that that dark world, yeah, we're part of it. But mm -hmm. we are, it's like, we're, it's like, not that we're in this little bubble, but we are in him. Mm -hmm. We're in him. And we were talking about that earlier this morning before we came, we were talking about how how so many times, you know, when people realize who they are in Christ and they're mm -hmm. in, when they're in Christ, they, they're, they're not in chaos, you That's know? right. Yeah. So. And you know, the thing is that we have a covenant mm -hmm. to where God, when you, when you are in him, the Bible says it's in him, Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. We live, we move, we, we have, have our, our being. being. You know, it's in him. Everything good is in him. And, and we are now joined to him. We, we, we're, we're, we've been grafted into the vine to where we are partakers, as we just read. We're partakers of these graces and his favor to where now we're in a position to where the supply that we need to have success is available. Mm -hmm. The reason why people have anxiety, the reason why people get stressed out is because of what they don't have. Come on, what you're gonna eat, what you're gonna wear, you know, your health, you know, your protection, mm -hmm. all these things that people get stressed on all those things. They don't have enough money for gas. They don't have a job, so they don't have rent. You know, it's, yeah. and, and, and they're worried about the supply. That's where the anxiety comes from. But when you have a God that says that he's given us all things that pertain unto life and godliness, you know the one that has the supply. Therefore, you're, you're, you don't have stress. You're mm -hmm. blessed. Now, you're blessed, and you just need to tap into what's been given. Okay. In Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3, it says, Blessed, which we know is empowered to prosper. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Get this. Who has blessed us. With all. With all. <laughs> spiritual blessings. Spiritual blessings. Check this out. Where at? In, in heavenly places, places in Christ. Christ. I'm telling you, you're taking notes, write this down, man. God has positioned you in heavenly places. And if you can learn, amen, to abide in heavenly places, I'm not talking about a physical location. I'm talking about a place, a place where your spirit is anchored to where you understand, I'm a citizen of heaven now, not when I die. Come I'm a on. citizen of heaven now. Therefore, I have everything that's needed to succeed. I have it available to me because I'm in the kingdom. That's why sickness has no place in me. That's why demons have no power over me. That's why lack has no position over me. It's like whatever is happening in the kingdom is happening to me. I'm an ambassador of the kingdom of God. Therefore, what's in heaven is available uh, to me, and it can come through me, amen, to minister to other people. That's why Jesus told the disciples, he said, everywhere you go, uh -huh. everywhere he sent them to minister, everywhere their life took them, he said, you tell the people, the kingdom has come because the king's with us. The king of the kingdoms, Jesus Christ. And the Bible says that we're seated together mm -hmm. with Christ in heavenly places. Amen. I mean, look, look over at, uh, since we're there in Ephesians chapter one, look at, read verse, uh, read verse 20, read what it says right there. 
Remember, God says you're in heavenly places and that's where you're blessed and you're blessed with all spiritual blessings. But look at what it says in verse 20. Which we wrought in Christ when we, he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places. So we see Christ is in the heavenly places and we've been positioned to be in those heavenly places. Notice again what it says right here. I, I don't want you to miss out on this. He says, which he wrought in Christ, which he, when, notice this, this is when things happened. When he raised him from the dead, and set him at his own right hand in heavenly places. So we see right here that Christ was raised from the dead, and then he was seated in heavenly places. Well, what about you and I? When we died to that old flesh, when we surrendered to Jesus Christ, amen, man, we died, amen, and now we are born again. And the moment you're born again, you go from living in low places to living in mm -hmm. heavenly places. And this is the thing that we need to understand when it comes to our life as believers. If, if you're earthly-minded, you're going to have stress. Mm -hmm. You're going you're gonna to get caught up with the same pressures and the same anxieties yes. that everyone else does. But when you understand, I'm seated together with Christ in heavenly places, mm -hmm. That I'm in him, that, that, I'm, uh, that all blessings and spiritual blessings are available to me. Then you're going to find yourself in a position to where you're no longer looking at what's going on down here. You're looking at where your answers are. Um, turn over to uh, Luke. I'm telling you, you got me excited right here. Luke chapter 21. And uh, let's look at verse 28 real quick. Hallelujah. Luke 21, verse 28. Now, I'm telling you, this is some good stuff. Amen. And when these things begin to come to pass, then look up and lift your heads, for your redemption draweth near. Look at this. When these things begin to come into pass, look Hallelujah. up and lift up your heads, for your redemption draweth nigh. It's like when things are happening on this earth. Again, what you focus on the longest is what becomes the strongest. Mm. You have to focus on the supplier. Amen. The place where your supply is at. Because as we do that, as we understand, I have a right to be seated in heavenly places. I died to my old life and I'm risen to that new Amen. life. My identity is now with divinity. So now when things happen in the earth, I'm not focusing on what I need here. I'm focused on the one that gives all that I need. And, and having said that, I want us now to look at verse uh, 34 and verse 36. He says, and take heed to yourselves, lest at any time your minds, remember we talked about your hearts, I mean, be overcharged with suffering and drunkenness and the cares of this life. That's what causes stress. Right. And so that day come upon you unaware. For as a snare shall he it come on all them that dwell on the face of the earth, the whole earth. But watch therefore and pray always that you may be accounted Amen. worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. Again, in heavenly places. Amen. Amen. So it's so vital, it's so important that we, that we grab a hold of this, that we've been raised together to be with Him in heavenly places. And there's a new life now that's available to us. Amen. And you know, uh, before we close, we have a few minutes left. You know, I, I, think about, I think about you, about you know, the fact that you know, we have a, a, a kid at home still, and when we go somewhere, when we go somewhere, because I, I just wanted to backtrack to say, you know, 
why do we have this Heavenly Father that knew that there's going to be all this craziness and all this stuff happening, but why are we here? Yeah, come on, come on. Why did he just get saved and we're snatched up and we're gone, you know? (laughs) You know, why does the Heavenly, why is the Heavenly Father leaving us here, you know? And when we have to go out of town, we go out of the country or out of town or whatever, when we leave our child at home, and she's not a child anymore, she's a grown adult, but when we leave her at home, just because she's grown, just because she knows things, you still make sure that she knows how to turn on the alarm. Mm-hmm. You still make sure that in every area of the house there is a weapon that she can get to. Mm-hmm. You make sure that whatever <laughs> she needs to take care of herself is taken care of because mm-hmm. you're a good father. Mm-hmm. You're a good father. That doesn't mean that you you think the world's going to come in because, mm-hmm. no, because we have the Holy Ghost. We have the blood of, oh, of God right, around. Right. We, have the, we have pled the blood. We don't think that she will ever have to need them. Mm-hmm. We don't think that she will ever have to, to engage in those things, but she's well-trained. She knows where things are. She knows what to do. Yes. Why? Because we have a good father. And and I, I and we have a father you train him. And this passage of scripture just came to you right now. Which and it's, one's it's that? Ephesians 6. And it's and finally, my brethren, be strong in the yeah. Lord and put on and in in the power of his might, but put on the whole armor of God. Come on. That you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Well, there's a lot of people, they're standing, and they have no armor of God. Mm. They're standing in this world, they're, they're up mm. being part of this world, and they have no armor. When you have the armor of God, it doesn't matter. It says, verse 12 says, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And I'll tell you, this mm-hmm. is an evil day that we're living in right now. Yes. And having done all to stand, stand therefore having, and it goes on, it gives you all the, gives you all the weapons that he's given us. Mm-hmm. And if we use those weapons the way he's given them to us, we're going to be able to be of this world. I mean, be in this world, not part of this world, but be in this world and not only be in this world, just barely getting by, overcoming this world. Yeah, Amen? absolutely. You know, it's, and it's, it's us... It's us putting ourselves in that position again to where, you know, it's a mindset. It's where your where your head is is That's where right. your body will That's be, right. you know. And it's important, amen, that as we walk this earth, that again, we're seeking first the kingdom. These are the things we've been teaching you guys. Seek first the kingdom. Amen. Seek that first commandment. Love in the Lord your God with all your heart, with amen. all your soul, amen. with all amen. your mind, with all your strength, you know. And loving your neighbor amen. as yourself. You know, and uh, I think to sum up what we, this point we've been drive, trying to drive home right here when it comes to the power of focus and what you're pursuing and how that supply comes. Uh, in Colossians chapter 3, this is powerful. It says, if you, verse 1, then be risen with Christ. Come on, remember, we've, we, we're dead and mm-hmm. we've risen with him into heavenly places. Seek those things which are above where Christ sits on the right hand mm-hmm. of God and set your affection. That word affection there literally means your mind. Mm-hmm. Set your affection, set your mind on things above, not on not the on things the on the earth. For you are dead and your life is hid with Christ in God. Where? In heavenly places. Come on now. When Christ who is our life shall appear, then shall you also appear with him in glory. Amen. He says, therefore, you have to mortify your members. Therefore, because of who you are and where you stand and the position you are, mm-hmm. you, 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 know, you are in, you know, as a child of God, a joint heir with Jesus Christ, not the redheaded stepchild, you know, little Oliver, you know, can I please have an extra bowl of soup? You know, <laughs> it's us understanding, no, 
that we've been given full citizenship. Amen. Amen. To where everything we need, it's available. So why, why are we stressed? That's why the Bible says, if God be for us. Who can be against us? Yeah. Why? What do we say to these things? Yeah, if God's with us, then why am I stressed out? That's if he right. can raise the dead, if he can change my life, the miracle there. I know. What can he not do? Tell me one thing he cannot do. Oh, listen to that song Come this on. morning, boy. We're listening there's nothing to he can't do. There's nothing he can't do. And you know, I don't know if um, what you're going through right now, and if maybe you, you find yourself after listening to the last few episodes, and you find found yourself, you know, becoming under the pressure of this world. You know, it's not too late. No. All you have to do is just roll the care over onto the Lord. Roll it onto the Lord. Tell the Lord, you know what? Even, even he already knows, but just, just confess it to him. Say, Lord, I've, I've, you know, and say this with me. Lord, I, I, I'm sorry that I have allowed the cares of this world to overtake my heart, to overtake my mind. Lord, I'm sorry, Lord, that I've allowed, you know, things that are happening in my life and in the world to overtake areas that, that you're supposed to be in. Father, I ask that you would forgive me. I ask that you would give me grace and mercy and that you would fix every area in my life that I need to give back to you. Father, Lord, I'm sorry for even taking it for you, from you. And Lord, I ask that you would forgive me and I thank you right now in Jesus' name. It's as simple as doing that. Amen. It's as simple as asking God to forgive you. We ask God to forgive us and when we got saved. How about asking God to forgive us for just walking in a little bit of doubt? walking in an area we're not supposed to. It's just as simple as that. So you've asked him to forgive you. And now you have the you have the task of making sure that the things that are coming out of your mouth, the things that you're listening to, the things that you're watching are things that are going to inspire you, that are going to fill you full of faith, that are going to help you to get to the next level. We love you and God bless you. And we ask that you would just continue to watch as, as we bring you forth the word. Amen.